everybody. You are listening to the Accelerate Performance Lab podcast, hosted by Accelerate Head Performance Coach, Ben Tillis. And this is our special series titled Short Shorts. In this fast-hitting series, we give track and field athletes from around the state and beyond only three minutes to answer 12 intriguing questions about their training, racing, and things you were not even aware that you wanted to know. You are going to love this segment because you get a behind-the-scenes look at their lives, those fun and crazy things that you never knew before. So, as always, sit back, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. everybody. Thanks for joining me again today for our fun series of short shorts. Before we dive in, I want to thank our sponsor, Final Surge. Uh, their programs are fantastic. If you're a coach or an athlete needing to track your information, uh, they just make it really, really easy. For under 40 bucks, you can get unlimited athletes on your account where you can give uh, different training plans and, and uh, share them between athletes and allow them to sort of send some things back to you and vice versa. Uh, and Just really keep connected with them. Uh, and be able to track all the the growth in your training. Uh, If you go into the show notes uh, and click into their website and look around, if you decide to make a purchase there in one of their plans, if you type in XLR8 for Accelerate, you'll get a discount of 10% on any plan that you purchase. Uh, So go do that right now because uh, we we get a great amount of support from them and uh, follow them on Twitter and uh, their other social media so that uh, they can keep doing what they do, which is help out athletes and coaches like you guys. So uh, before we go any further today, uh, just an unbelievable opportunity today to have a special guest on uh, from uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, And he's just a a sort of a a recent... uh, household name, I would say, in middle distance. He was known by quite a few people, but he became household famous here this last week, uh, doing what a lot of high school kids have been doing uh, during this quarantine, that is running time trials. Uh, They had the opportunity to put together a time trial with a group of kids, some of the best in the nation. I know Cole Sprout was also in that group, just some phenomenal runners. Uh, This guy has the number two time all time in the 5k for cross country with a 1414. Let that sink in for a little, little bit. All of you that have uh, ever ran some great times uh, like that 1414. Uh, and he recently ran, uh, became the 11th high school boy to break four minutes in the mile during this time trial, had the world's greatest puke photo of all time. Uh, he's, oh. he's laughing about that right now. Uh, shouldn't have eaten all that uh, Olive Garden right before, but he ran 359.54, one of the special. Uh, special moments in all of history and especially high school history sub four miler leo dashbaugh how are you leo i'm good thank you for having me here absolutely so uh hey i got your last name right i think finally after having you say it to me 10 times did i was i close enough yeah you got it (laughs) awesome hey you told me your high school name but i missed it i want to make sure i give them a shout out what was the school name again highland high school Highland High School. So what makes Highland High School so special uh, that allowed you this opportunity to run sub four? And and uh, boy, what a time that'll be sitting up there on their Hall of Fame wall. Yeah, uh, the, the coach for sure. Uh, coach Monty, he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's the best you could ever ask for in terms of, you know, what he his training plans and just like him as a, as a person and a coach. So yeah, what makes him what makes him special both in the training plan? What would be the thing? I know there's not a thing, but sort of his philosophy, and then what makes that so special that I'm sure he'll be a lifelong sort of friend as you go forward to with this bond you guys have now. Uh, yeah, just um, he, he in terms of 
progression, I think that's probably his biggest thing. You know, how he progresses athletes in in seasons and over their careers and just making sure the athletes uh, graduate high school with, you know, plenty of, of running and motivation and just ability left in the tank. He doesn't overtrain us. Uh, he doesn't totally undertrain us either. Um, and then just as a personal, you know, guy, he's just, he really promotes like a great um, family aspect for our team, which, uh, you know, I think is really special kind of thing that, um you know, not a lot of teams have the same way we have it. Yeah, th- those are great things. The progression, I, I wrote a blog uh, a while back on progression and, and the importance of letting athletes be where they are uh, and not getting out ahead or behind of their ability to do the work, right? And so, um, boy, that, you know, the mile speaks for itself. Two quick things before we jump into the short shorts. What, that fourteen fourteen? you had a race though. You know, you almost, the, the poor dude that ran the third fastest time in national history has a loss on that race. Uh, what was that like when you guys were just, I'm sure you're just throwing down going, this is ridiculous. Like both of you are just, this is nuts. Yeah, I mean, that was a surprise to me. I know that he was going into that race um, trying to run fast. He didn't, I don't think he had any idea I was going to be there right. um, on his heels like that. For me, it wasn't like, it really wasn't like a neck and neck sort of thing, or even like I was sitting on him. It was more like I was just holding on to him for dear life and just sure. trying not to die. And then just finding, finding it in me to just kick him down in the last 400 meters. Um, that's sort of how the, the race went. Uh, yeah. Did you see the clock and was that the first time you realized or had you heard some mile splits and thought, this doesn't seem real, but I guess I'm just going to roll with it. When did you know it was going to be something stupid fast? Never. I never even thought about the time. I don't usually think about times too much when I race. That one was just, I was there to, to race and to win and to, and to, to beat Cole there. Um, that was, that was a, the biggest race of my career, honestly. And then uh, I guess it, it now probably stepped aside for this 359. Um, it- yeah, almost probably an unreachable, dreamable goal, right? This sub four. So real quickly on that note, uh, you talked about you you think more about racing. I know you're trying to break that four, so it's a number, but it did seem like you more focused on trying to win the race and stayed back and didn't really worry about being up on the rabbit and then did your thing. Is that true, or were you just were you watching the clock the whole way too? I was not. I was not watching the clock. Um, I was just sitting there. I knew that that my best chance to run fast was to to run a smart race and um you know actually going in the race I, I wasn't feeling great so i just kind of i kind of turned off the sub four mentality and went into a race and, and win mentality and um you know luckily i just you know the splits worked out and i had a i had the the kick to go for it and um yeah did you see the time coming down the home street did you start hearing things at that point when you realized I better like dive or, you know, lean or lunge, or was it, you still just ran hard and and let the chips fall? Yeah. I think, I think the real part of the race where I was kind of got locked back in on the time was when we probably came across with 500 to go. And the PA then said that we needed to run 127 for the last 600. I remember thinking like, like I could pull that off, but I I can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I really surged past Cole and then took, took Thomas's heels and then uh last 250 that's when I really I just sent it at that point and just really went for it 
And then when I came across with a hundred meters left, I saw the, the clock, it said, um, it was 346 and I was past the hundred meter mark. And I remember just thinking like, this is a distance that I can close in, in 13 right. seconds. And so. Right. If a middle was, school girl can go 13, I better make it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I better not miss out. This is my one shot. Right. Man, that's just a, an incredible moment. I mentioned your puke photo. You're probably like, thanks a lot, you know, flow track or whoever got the photo. Right. But, oh. but man, you know, yeah, you, you spent it. There's no, no one can ever ask if you, uh, you know, spent it or not. So, yeah. um, yeah, massive congratulations, man. I'm going to I'm going to put the uh video into the the show notes so people have a chance to watch that and and share it around and um well, like I said, it's awesome, but I want to keep to this uh this feature of this series which is short shorts. So I I'm not going to go into all the long details. That was a great uh, great intro to it, but I want to, you know, the people that pop these on have 10 or 12 minutes to listen. And so we're going to stay with that. And I want to get a chance to kind of bring humanize you a little bit, which is, I'm going to ask you the same questions I ask anybody that comes on. So whether they're a 359 miler or a 359 uh, half miler, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to ask the question. So, uh, you get 15 seconds of question, you get three minutes. You can see me if we're getting close on the time for each question, I'll kind of give you like a five, four countdown right? Does that make some sense? Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, let's see, get my stopwatch handy stopwatch here pulled up. This and, isn't like uh, trivia, is it? No, 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 no oh, trivia. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just uh, answers to things okay. like uh, what color socks do you wear? And, you know, so just some okay. fun things like that. So, all right, buddy, here we go. It's going to be three minutes. I'm going to count down or away we go. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. So what sports did you do when you were uh, like elementary kid? Uh, I played soccer. I did a couple seasons of flag football, but mostly soccer. I'm guessing you weren't an offensive lineman in flag football. Uh, believe it or not, I was not. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start to notice you were going to be a great runner? Freshman, freshman year. Um, not freshman year, actually. Probably sophomore year when I when I won state. Yeah. What's the hardest workout your coach makes you do in a week? Uh, all, all of them. Every workout. <laughs> there's nothing there's no single workout they're all just uh, <laughs> just busting hump all the time huh it's just yeah take it to the pain every every three days a week take it to the pain i love it what race is your favorite distance i think i'm gonna know but uh it's between the mile and the 800 i like running the 800 but i like competing and racing the mile yeah uh what's your favorite racing moment of all time besides these two give us something else favorite racing moment all right, so this is a dual meet um, between me and and my two teammates, the Greens, who are both fantastic 800 meter runners. And we agreed, we agreed in this in this 800 dual meet that we weren't going to kick; we were just going to jog it in because we had more events. We were like, oh, oh no, we all know where this is going. going down the home stretch, and you know, with like 70 meters left, here comes here comes Sam, just like running up. He just he just sort of like cruises past me. I just kind of look at him, I'm like. I'm still not going to kick, but I hate you for this. And now right. <laughs> you, owe, you owe him one. That's I've got a great story for you at the end of this that you'll, you'll love that goes along with that. What's the worst injury you've ever had to deal with? Uh, I mean, I had the, the, the strain that took me out for nationals, uh, probably injuries. I think I got, I definitely, I got walking pneumonia my, my junior year, very end of cross season. So I didn't make it to nationals. And I had that all the way up until April. Oh, that's oh my gosh! What yeah. real quick? What was the strain? What what body part? The oh, 
I forgot the name. It's like way up behind the knee. Like it might have been the head of the calf, or yeah. it could have been um. Gosh, it's like the platella or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. That's not 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 a fun area to be sore. All right, here we go. Jumping ahead. Who was your biggest rival in high school? My biggest rival. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of on like a lower scale, probably Ryland Stubbs. Um, All right. On a bigger scale, probably, I guess it'd have to be Cole. Yeah, you guys have come up together and, and gone at it. Uh, who's the teammate who eats the most food at Highland? Who eats the most food? Me. I eat the You're most. the guy. The guy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Who's the worst teammate to travel with though, on a bus and why? <laughs> the first one to travel with on a bus? Probably just like, I, I mean, honestly, they're not that bad. But I guess it'd be the greens just because they get crummy. I had that high school teammate that never seemed to put on his shorts before the meet. So he's like, you know, half naked in the bus. You're like, what, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. I take it back. It, it's, it was Caden, Caden Resendez. We're at, <laughs> we're at Mount Sac and we're trying to get our easy run in at Mount Sac. We're trying to check out the course. But we waited an hour and a half for this kid. Cause he went and he went and decided to get a haircut. <laughs> oh, that's the greatest story ever. Yeah. He went, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to give you uh, two more. We've blown past, but I want to know these two. What's the funniest thing no one knows about your high school coach? <laughs> the funniest thing? Well, I'm sure everyone knows, but out of, out of Arizona, they probably don't. But he used to have just this long, glorious hair. Actually, I take that back. The funniest thing is that he used to own a window cleaning business in Oregon and Alberto Salazar was one of his clients. Oh man. So he could, ha- he was, he could be literally the guy that like, he could have seen an injection. Like he could have been like, Oh, sorry, Alberto. I didn't mean to see like L carnitine going into, you know, <laughs> Mofera, is what you're saying. All right. Yeah. All right. Last one, last one. I love the hair too. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. What's your ultimate career goal? Step out way into the future. I mean, just, I just want to be one of the, probably just one of the greatest American runners, you know, ever. Yeah. Well, you've put yourself in the conversation, right? You've, you've, you've put your, and I'm sure that's what your coach always tells you is just be in, be in the picture, right? Can't guarantee wins. You can't guarantee times, but be in the picture and good things will happen. All right, real quick. I'm going to share that story with you then. So we had, uh, in Iowa, they only took the top two, uh, and times from a state qualifying meet to state. And then they would take at large times, but there was a our, one year I had the number one kid in the two mile and the other kid was like number three or something. So they agreed to just jog. They're going to go one, two, like we'll make sure we, you know, but they weren't going fast enough to get auto times. And with like a hundred to go, they're just kind of talking. And I look and realize there is a dude kicking like crazy from like 50 meters back. And I'm like, one of these two boys is like not going to get through if they don't realize this kid is kicking. You know, and so everybody, coaches, everybody start panic, screaming and yelling that they need to go. They didn't hear us. And he catches them with like 30 to go. And fortunately, they both realized it, like had just enough time to like speed up and beat him to get in. Uh, they ended up going like one and three at state or, but, oh man, could you imagine that, you know, st- stupidity? So, uh, yeah, I've been in that boat, you know, where you try to convince people not to kick, but Leo, yeah. man, uh, some great stories in there. I said, we blew by it by a minute, but. I wouldn't trade that for those stories. That's great stuff. I love the haircut. That's the 
that's that's the all time great. That's the best story on this podcast so far as a kid making you wait for the haircut. So um, we'll uh, we'll make sure that one gets out there. But hey, I told you too, you got to name somebody. We're coming up on the end of this here. Who's the person that you want to come on that you think would be great for this podcast next? Uh, I'm gonna call out Easton Allred. All right. Where where does he run for? He runs uh, Corner Canyon. Okay. Yeah. All right. So another another pretty good athlete, a pretty good school, huh? Yep. All right. Well, you're gonna have to help me get him on. All right. So we'll we'll get in touch with him, and and uh, then I look forward to uh, you know seeing what you got in the tank. If we've got some meets coming this summer, I know people are starting to you know talk a little more about whether nationals can actually get in and stuff. So I don't know what your plans are. Where are you headed to school in the fall? Uh, University of Washington. That's, that's right. I did see that on there. So, uh, well, that's, you're headed to a great spot. I love that area of the country. It's a beautiful area and, um, you know, you should, uh, have a lot of success there. So Leo, man, this was, this was fun, dude. I, I saw that time and thought I'd reach out. I appreciate you responding, being willing to hop on, uh, and do this for, for a few minutes and, and, uh, make my day and I'm sure some listeners day as well. So you take care out there. You keep running fast and, and set some of those high bars and, and, uh, I hope one day we get to look back on this and, and talk about how we got to see just the start of a great career. So you take care out there. And then uh, we'll, when this drops, uh, you do your thing, share it out, and we'll talk hopefully again sometime in the future. All right. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you. That was Leo Dashbaugh, standout runner from Highland High School in Gilbert, Arizona. Newly minted sub four minute miler. Only 11 boys have ever done that in U.S. history. An amazing accomplishment. If you're interested in following Leo as he continues his running career, make sure you check out his social media accounts in the show notes below as he heads to the University of Washington in the fall. If you like what we have to say as well, make sure you subscribe in the podcast wherever you are listening. Also, make sure you leave a review, something positive to to help other athletes see and other coaches see what it is we're doing here so they can follow as well and hear more great athletes. Thanks for joining us. As always, we've got more coming up in the next few weeks. We hope to see you then.